the fan. Are you ready for your deep dive into Ohio State athletics? Welcome to the only place on your radio where it's all Buckeyes all the time. This is the Buckeye Show. Happy Friday, everybody. We have made it to the end of the week. I'm your host, Timmy Hall. It's so good to be with you. We've got a lightning show. Whole half-hour affair. We're basically just transitioning. I'll be running the option here, deciding when I'm going to hand the ball off. Well, I, I know when i got to hand the ball off, so I don't know what play that's going to be on, but we've got some high school football coverage starting at 6.30. 7 o'clock will be the kickoff. Owen Tangy Orange and Hilliard Davidson, the Wildcats, taking it on. Uh, so we got Matty A and Joshua Perry. We'll get a quick check-in with those guys in the second segment, about five minutes before the end of the show, and they'll tell us everything we need to know about high school football. I want to know from Joshua how it went for him being in the booth. Dude's a future star. We all know it. We see it with Joshua Perry. He's already doing stuff with BTN, and he's taken off like a rocket ship. He's got the podcast and everything, so that's cool. Tonight, there's a, there wasn't any Big Ten vote. We'll get into that. I have, uh, I'm lucky to be with Panama Ted. He's running the show for the half hour because we don't need Bodie to stick around to do the whole two hour thing. So I get leftover carryover Panama Ted. So you know what, Teddy? I think you and I are going to solve all the problems right here, right now because there is no vote. I vote yes to return to play on October 10th or whatever that date is. What do you vote? I also vote yes, Tim. Yes. Hey! 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 There we go! Ted, we did it! It's it's all good. Solved the vote it. is done. <laughs> so, boy, if only things could be that easy. Right, folks? Something like a couple of guys making a decision, saying that we want football. And we didn't even need to see the documentation either. We didn't even need to look at all these different things. And uh, I know that's what they got to do. And listen, like this whole process, this whole entire ordeal with COVID-19, I, I continue to say it just because somebody is on the side of bringing back football. I, I saw somebody, I can't remember, I can't remember who said it, but I've seen a couple people say it differently. We feel, it does feel like we're getting back to a point in society where you have to either be completely on one side or completely on the other side. And there's just like no allowance for, you know, nuanced thought, anything in between. Like I, I can sit here and tell you to prove that that still does exist. I want football back. I think it can come back safely. I think we've got the technology, we've got the science, we've got the medicine, we've got the thought process that's out there. We've got some schools that are and some athletic programs and departments that are showing the ability that they care enough that they will do a good enough job to get the sport restarted, to get it reignited. And I also think that COVID-19 is very serious. And just because death rates are low with certain age groups, that doesn't mean that we should just brush it off to the side or not make a big deal out of this. Myocarditis is a big deal. And if there's some concern, well, then they need to test for it. That, that's plain and simple. They need to do that. With the reporting that came out, it's that's another problem with reporting right now is we're seeing statistics that we can't even take at face value. I, that's what I love about box scores and sports. 
You know, we, we sit here and say, oh, are you a stats guy or not a stats guy? At least those are finalized. When a SID walks by your press row desk or wherever you've been covering a game and hands you the booklet, those are a thousand percent official and they tell a story. Right now, we're getting statistics on things that are really, really important, but then minutes later or half a day later, the doctor who is speaking about them says, Oh, I mean, I was just talking out of the, you know, talking out of my, you know what? Like I was just going shooting from the hip. I'd heard somebody say that, but it was really preliminary. And that, that's just, it's disappointing. It's, dis, it's, it's really disconcerting when you see something like that. And so you need to get to the bottom of that to have a full study. You need to have any any student who does test positive for COVID to have those scans so we can figure out what we're doing and make sure that they're taken care of if they do show signs. But we can still go forward. We can still get this done. So today, the thing that the thing that kicked it off in the morning, we had the Bucknuts report back on Wednesday. Our guy Dave Biddle saying that today could have been a Big Ten vote. He wasn't declaring that it would happen on Friday. They were hearing that something could take place as early as Friday on whether to have fall football. And we didn't know exactly what that date was. We did hear a little uh, tidbit from a Michigan player. We don't talk about that team up north all the time, but when it's just straight-up newsworthy, we'll mention it here on the show. And I believe the player was... I want to say it was Ryan Hayes. It was. Michigan tackle Ryan Hayes. He was saying that crazy Jim, Coach Harbaugh, had been telling the team to prepare for the possibility of playing October football. And that's just a, that's, I guess at this stage, it's a for what it's worth type of tidbit. You know, it, it sort of backs up what Biddle was hearing and that they want to get this vote and all the all the wheels are that are in motion, the Pac-12 talking about this deal with the corporation that can have more rapid tests and daily tests so we don't have to worry about timelines of it taking 48 hours to get a result back and then maybe you went home or you were spotted out somewhere. Even though we know you're not supposed to do that, hopefully we can continue to stay isolated when we know we're going to play a football season that you would put the importance on the football season over top of mingling with the rest of the community for now. But the the faster, the quicker we can get these results back, that could be a big thing. And they're calling it a game changer, and we all hope so. Here was even Bruce Feldman, who said that SMU and one other school had had access to some of those tests and were in the process of utilizing daily tests. So that might... On one side, make you scratch your head and say, what the hell? Where are those for the rest of us? But on the other side, say, okay, good. It at least exists. Now can we get it everywhere? Whether we need the government's help, whether we can do it ourselves. I think we can do it ourselves when you look at how well the Big Ten has done for so long with their network and the payouts. There has got to be funds sitting there to get it done, and there is TV revenue to be had when you do it. So we'll see where this goes, but... If you've been asleep all day, getting a start, uh, a head start on a long weekend, a great American long weekend, you did not actually miss a whole lot on the Big Ten front. So it's a semi-pause button. I think uh, through the weekend, things will be, the, the sweat will start to kick up because we're getting to a point now where you've got to make a decision. If something like an October 10th is going to happen, it pretty much can't go past, what do you, what do you think? We get back to working on Tuesday. I say we. We might be here for you. I want to let you know that, too. If something happens 
Don't worry about it. The fan will be here for you on Monday, and all will be good. We'll be breaking down all the stories. You, you know it. If a return to football is imminent, we'll be here. But next Tuesday, next Wednesday, maybe? If it doesn't happen by then, then it's going to start to get dire, and we'll start, you know, I, I don't even want to say it, but it's it's the spring football option is the one that starts to surface again, and nobody wants that. But uh, it's what they told us we were going to have a month ago, and we've been living with that. Although we haven't been taking it, and this is this is also proof that pressure and voices and parents, you know, banding together and players banding together, letting their voices be heard wherever it is. With so many people saying, "I don't know why you're doing that," the Big Ten doesn't have to listen to you. I think they are. I just I think they are. Who the heck doesn't listen when people are talking, when people are saying things about you? It's human. Someone is slamming you in any way, shape, or form. You are listening. That creeps into the back of your mind, and you start to question, how am I living? What kind of decisions am I making? Am I, am I doing this right? Or do I need to look in the mirror and, and check things and try to be a little bit better in certain areas? We had the uh, we had the ne- Nebraska sports not it wasn't a sports station there was something in lincoln a klin they had the audio from earlier today where uh their nebraska president ted carter emphatically said that there's no vote today he pointed to chancellor ronnie green who was in the room with him and he said quote just know there's no council of presidents and chancellors meetings today but that's about all the context i got from that i didn't know if that completely shut the door on any kind of voting going forward because you know barry alvarez he was saying that you know they're gonna they're gonna have to have more meetings, whether it's for a restart right now, sooner, or getting a schedule together together for the spring. They're gonna have to start things really quick. So that's the Big Ten front. Some other things to get to on this short show. I know you guys are checking out Morning Juice six to nine. My one of my best friends, Brandon Beam, guys I've worked with, Bobby Carpenter and Anthony Schlegel. They are phenomenal. The show's great. It's really funny. It's a good way to get charged up and start the day, as I'm sure you know. They had the Holt Man on, and they were talking basketball for a good 10 minutes. And Panama Ted, why don't you hit him real quick? Because the last time we had Chris Holtman on the Buckeye Show, it was a couple weeks ago, and players were just coming back. Things really do, in my opinion, in listening to Chris Holtman give the answer. They feel It feels like the wheels are in motion for basketball, and we've heard some dates, and this is what he said uh, the guys are up to and how basketball is looking at Ohio State. They're going with Quadra and Banks, our strength coach, uh, four days a week right now. And uh, we've started some basketball workouts, uh, one coach, one or two players, smaller groups. Uh, we'll begin to get in some team stuff here, Brandon, before long. And, and you know, we're, we're still being guided a little bit on on what the calendar is going to look like. Normally, we would have our calendar set. It'd be pretty regimented, okay? We're doing this this week, this mm-hmm. this week. We know when the start of practice is. We know when the start of competition is. It's a wait and see approach right now, which is which has uh, made things a little more fluid. You know, and if you couple that with his tweet yesterday, so they're back, workouts, smaller groups, it's fluid, but they're ready. You know what I mean? That they are ready. He had a comment when he was on our show a couple weeks ago. He was attributing a, a quote to C.J. Walker, who you got to love him, right? I mean, if you talk about being 
solid with your point guard position going going into a year with a guy like that who's now been here and had another year as a transfer under his belt. Love the guy. But it was something like they were talking basketball and talking about scenarios, and Holtman was being a little tight-lipped about what they were saying, but C- he said CJ basically stopped him, and it sounded like a dad who was just kind of running on and on and on and telling you this and telling you that and telling you this. Things to be ready for, like when you're trying to coach your kid, one of those things, and he's like, Dad, I got it, I got it, I get it. And CJ was saying the same thing, like, Coach, Coach, it's just, I just want to play. I just want to play. Like, basically to infer whatever the situations were, however the season was going to look like, it doesn't matter. C.J. Walker wants to play. Like, I'm a basketball player. I want to play. You make the decisions. If the powers that be decide that it's safe and it's it's good to go, you know it, Coach. I'm going to be there ready to play. And I think that goes for pretty much the entire team for Buckeye basketball. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I feel very positive with some of the things that I've seen, some of the people that I've talked to about those start dates in late November, the stories about the furloughs that are coming out for the NCAA. Those are substantial. That's a lot of furloughs for, and, and many, many weeks of them too, for a lot, a lot of people, a lot of men and women. And I just think that proves the point that the NCAA tournament with its revenue that it brings in, pretty much the entire budget of the NCAA, how, and not brushing safety aside, they're already, we're already seeing football return. So that's already there. I think it's a combination of figuring out you've got to go, you have to figure out how to make this safe, and we've got to do it because other things are on the line too. I think it's just a big combination of all that. When we come back, we will get a check-in with Matty A. and Joshua Perry, who are on the scene, and a couple more clips from the Holt Man, where he'll be talking about two specific guys that will be more than key coming up this year. That's next. It's the Buckeye Show on the Fan. Head to 971thefan.com to listen on demand and subscribe to all our podcasts. Wasting time has never been easier. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Donato's Cauliflower Crust Pizza surprised you with their great taste. Well, surprise, there's a new one. Introducing Donato's new Cauliflower Spinach Mozzarella Pizza. Donato's delicious lower-carb cauliflower crust, topped edge-to-edge with baby spinach, fresh mozzarella, and savory plant-based sausage. Try Donato's new Cauliflower Spinach Mozzarella Pizza, or create your own Cauliflower Crust Pizza today. Donato's. Every piece is important. The team at Atlas Butler wants to make something clear. We're always open. That's right, we have service technicians scheduled day and night, Saturdays and Sundays, and even holidays. Whether you call us at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m., we're ready. And since we're always open, you never pay any overtime charges. Call today, get it fixed today. That's our pledge to you. Hey, Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with smart energy choices for your home or business. Take advantage of AEP Energy's renewable energy plans to protect the environment and protect your wallet from rising energy costs. Boundless choices, boundless commitment, boundless energy. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. That's aepenergy.com slash OSU, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. While an affiliate of AEP Ohio, AEP Energy is not soliciting on behalf of and is not an agent of the utility. You gotta come see the new Big Lots. Gotta go big. 
We're going big with a great new look in the store and lots of great deals on everything for your home. Quality brands like Broyhill Furniture, favorites like Doritos and Swiffer, even housewares and home decor too. Big names, low prices, and big buyouts that'll blow your mind. There are always big surprises in store. So come check out the new Big Lots. Live big, save lots. Everybody knows that Roosters is a fun, casual joint with their award-winning waitstaff, great food, fun, and laughter. It's a quick stop on the way home to sit back and unwind. It's a front-row seat to the big game. Roosters is where you, your family, and friends can order pizza, sandwiches, salads, and more. And the home of award-winning wings that are fresh, never frozen, and so big, you won't believe it. It's your family's other dinner table. Roosters, a fun, casual joint and proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. This is Katie Smith. We are facing an extraordinary challenge, prescription drug misuse among people of all ages. For over a decade, Cardinal Health, a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics, has supported the Ohio State College of Pharmacy's Generation Rx, an engaging program to teach people of all ages about using medications safely. When Buckeye Nation engages around a great cause, we can do anything, and you can be part of the solution. Remember, never share your medications and always dispose of them properly. Learn more at GenerationRx.org. It's Sunday Night Baseball. Listen to the Cubs battle the Cardinals. Coverage starts Sunday night at 6 on 1460 ESPN. Sponsored by Bobcat Enterprises in Hilliard and Reynoldsburg. Your Doosan construction equipment dealer. Doosan, run strong. The fan. Stickers on helmets make us happy. This is the Buckeye Show. We're going to have a little crosstalk with our high school football crew in just a few minutes. We were listening to the Holt man who was on Morning Juice this morning. That was fantastic. I listened to the whole thing. You should, too. It's on their Twitter account, at MorningJuice971. Make sure you're following that, too. The show is new, so make sure that you get in there and you don't miss anything. So two guys, right? Two guys that he left the interview talking about. The first one is the shooter, the sharpshooter. I feel like we sleep on Dwayne because of the buzz with Justice Suing becoming eligible, with Seth Towns transferring over, but you're talking about the leading returning scorer. And I love this because you can tell Coach loves the guy. He's also uh, never shying away from a joke when it presents itself. So listen to what Holtman said about Dwayne. He's really grown. His freshman year, if you weren't sitting on the rim, he probably wasn't passing to you. the the you know he's learned a little bit about about being more of a playmaker and he really transitioned as we moved the back half of his sophomore year he he transitioned to being a guy that could playmake for us and also he, he was critical the, the win we had at the team up north uh, the win we had against them here um, some of our our late season surge Dwayne was really really critical for us so. I agree. He's going to be important to take the next step. He's got to be a more complete defender, Bobby, um, and just a more complete player and take that next step. But he's got a lot of room to grow as a player. I think he's a high upside kid, and I love coaching him. Love coaching him. That was great. Fantastic little joke at the very beginning of that clip about maybe Dwayne was a little bit selfish when he first started off here, but he's not anymore. And he is, man, if you talk about a guy who keeps trending and someone who started 
close to the bottom as a freshman and where he could be when he leaves. We always talk about, oh, no one develops here. Nobody develops. It's a bunch of crap. People developed under Thad. That was not a real thing. It happened. Go back and look. And a lot of guys are developing under the Holt man. Let's hear the one about another critical player. And his name is EJ Liddell. He just had to learn how to play harder uh, his freshman year. He went through normal ups and downs that freshmen would go through, and I'd bring him up in my office, and he'd wonder why I only played, you know, 14 minutes in a league game. And, you know, that's that's those really seminal moments for, for coach-player relationships where you got to show him on film, listen, you're not playing hard enough. It's bottom yes. Like, you're not yes. playing hard enough. So I'm not going to play you if you can't play harder. Well, what happened? Because he's a great kid, he... He took it on himself. He started working harder. And, and he had a great start to the year, but he started like consistently being an everyday guy in, in practice. That transition, he was one of our best players late in the year. And uh, it's a credit to the kind of kid he is. I'm really excited about his next step, whatever that looks like as a sophomore. So there's Coach Holtman talking about two ridiculously important players. They both are not done developing I think that is a positive. That's a wonderful thing right now. And I'll leave you a third name on top of that because I've heard Coach talk about him too, and he's mentioned both of the freshmen. But the way that the team is changing, he talked about that on the interview too. The team is changing. The loss of Caleb Wesson is sort of a shift in where Ohio State basketball is going and the way they play. They're not going to be run through a five anymore. The guards might dictate it. Maybe EJ gets to a point where he dictates. We'll see Justice Suing. We'll see Seth Towns when he's a, a million percent healthy in what he does. But do not look past Zed Key. You talk about key players, no pun intended. He might be crucial in what he can do for this team as a freshman. But Dwayne, the steps that he's taking, I'm excited about it. I was thinking about... You know, he said the Michigan game, that that was an important ball game for him. And I looked at the one against Maryland. He didn't score as many points as he did against Michigan when the Bucks won it, but Maryland was a top 10 team. You talk about mega important win to get back going in the right direction. And he got to the free throw line a lot when he never made a three. That's what was important to me. They won the game. They needed his output and the three ball wasn't working, but he went and attacked and he got to the line and he made seven out of eight. And EJ, what I loved, not just how he performed against Iowa, which was a dud of a performance, and you're kind of looking around the room saying, will anybody step up? He did, but after that, it was against top 25 Illinois, where he goes for 17-11, and 11. and EJ did it late in the Big Ten season when most freshmen wear down. That's what gives you hope, and the sky's the limit for him. Uh, Matty Andrews and Joshua Perry, boys, high school football on a Friday night. What do we got coming up this evening? Tim, how you doing, man? It's good to be with you. We're at Olentangy Orange. Orange and Davidson in their first ever regular season matchup. And Wait, it was really? so much fun. So First ever regular season. They played once in the playoffs. Orange is in a different division uh, in the OCC this year. So, uh, but a beautiful night, Joshua. You couldn't draw a better weather, could you? No, you couldn't. It's going to be beautiful. We got a clear view as well. I'm looking forward to this game. It's going to be really exciting. Guys, after uh, we don't have any Ohio State commits in this game, but that doesn't mean there's always good players all across this great city. Who pops off the page to you? 
Well, for me, it's we're watching, by the way, right now we're watching the Davidson kicker drill 42-yard field goals uh, with 10 yards to spare. Uh, That's no but, joke. <laughs> no. We've got Leo Nixon and Johnny Weir, a couple of running backs, I think, for, for Davidson that will be big. Uh, Dixon had a big uh, opener against Darby two Thursdays ago. And look for Owen and Tangie Orange to try to get it going on offense. They were held to one field goal. Time of possession was a big issue for them last week, Josh. No, it definitely does. Uh, definitely was. So we got to definitely look out for that. And they had trouble. Both teams had trouble throwing the ball. I really don't think Davidson wants to throw the ball. Orange just struggled from that regard. But looking at kind of some of the players here, you've got Kevin Roberts, who will be wearing number two for Davidson. He's a Mac level player, big body guy who's going to be yeah. playing tight end out there. And then you've got Jaden Ampadu from Olentangy Orange, who's going to get that defense started. He made a ton of plays last week, so looking forward to watching him. Joshua, it was fun to listen to you, man. We've heard a lot of Matty A, and we know we're getting brilliance from him. You were awesome, man, and we can tell where this thing is going. So have another great call tonight, all right? Looking forward to it. Thank you, Timmy. Yep, our guys right there, Matty Andrews and Joshua Perry getting set. Uh, another one, I'm keeping my eye on Gabe Powers, everyone. I can't say his name enough. Gabe Powers over there at Marysville. I just something we say this about all the four and five star players, but I, that kid is a future star at Ohio State. So that's going to be fun. Everybody have a fantastic and safe weekend. Take care of each other. High school football is next on the fan. The undisputed leader in talking about nothing. Common Man and T-Bone. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6. The Fan, Ohio sports destination.